Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Low Bottom High Rise Podcast with Moira Cassaba. I am so excited to chat with you guys today about something that I often teach from many a stage, and that is the concept of really two things. One, in one area, I call it the vision-proof success loop, and it's the basis of it encompasses everything that I teach, like all of the many pieces of success and morning process and the habits that we should be implementing. And the other way that I've I've kind of taught a piece of this, a main piece of this is something that I refer to as the gap and the gift. And what was so funny was I was preparing for a really big keynote speech back in, goodness, was it just last year, early 2022? And I was writing this speech out, it came to me that what I was trying to articulate was this concept of the gap and the gift. And then somebody sent me the book, The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan. And I was literally so overjoyed when I read it because I was like, yes, this is it. This is what I'm trying to articulate. And so it's it's so fun when I come across somebody's teachings or somebody's book that has been published And it's so similar to those core beliefs and the core teachings that I have, because here's the thing. Somebody asked me the other day, they were like, what, what is your belief or thought around that? And I was like, about what? And they said, are there original teachings? Like, are there ever new teachings? And, um, I was listening to Brooke Castillo not that long ago and she, what did she call it? A something baby, like a thought baby or or a concept baby or something. And I was like, yes, that's what happens is like so many of the great teachers of our day, you know, we study everything. We go back to ancient teachings. I mean, I've been, you know, consuming content in the, the, you know, thought leader world since I was 12 years old and I started reading um, Bernie Siegel and Wayne Dyer just because of some very hard life events that um, came up when I was a child. And then early in sobriety, you know, I got sober when I was 21 and I like dove deep into the teachings of all of these great philosophers and current day people. And so often that's what happens. We have these concept or thought babies that are like in our, we, in our brain, we have all of these different ideas and thoughts marinating and coming together in different ways. And then all of a sudden we get this clarity and we're like, if this, if, when we put this together and this concept and this philosophy and this thought, like this is the new thought, right? And so that's kind of what happened with this vision proof success loop and this this gap in the gift. And so it was so fun to read Dan's book and I highly suggest you read it. It's a phenomenal book. The Gap in the Gain is the name of his book, but I wanna bring it down to just how I've always taught it. And that is truly, I'll go back to the vision proof success loop. So this encompasses, you know, when I wrote my planner and I wrote my journal and I've taught and taught and taught and taught and taught and, you know, mentored so many people to find success, I was like, I I need this to be encapsulated in a concept. And so when I looked at it, I really saw that it was kind of a loop. You know, I love diagrams. I'm super analytical in my thinking. And so I love visuals. And so when I, when I laid it out on paper, I was like, it, it is this loop that feeds each other. One part of it feeds the other. And so that's the idea 
that when we have a vision and, and people often refer to me as the vision queen, it is a huge piece, right? It is a huge piece of what we need. Um, but it's not everything. So we have this vision and, you know, I've done podcast episodes on the five steps to create your vision. I, I really believe walking through the process piece by piece and getting those obstacles out of the way is so important. But when we create this grand vision for our life and this thing that pulls us forward instead of trying to push ourselves forward, this dream, you know, what we want to create in our life financially, the legacy we want to leave behind for our families, the way that we want to give back to the world, um, the kind of relationships that we want to cultivate, the person that we we desire to, to be and to show up as in the world, right? So your vision I believe is super multifaceted. It's not just um, a list of goals. The list of goals is within your vision, right? It's there, but your vision is, it's juicier than that, you know? Um, and I always teach this too, that so often if our goal was, say it was just income related, there are gonna be days that you wake up and you just don't care, right? You just don't care. Like it's... There's just a, a a day that you wake up and you just think, I don't care if I make more money. Like that is not driving me. So if your vision is, you know, single focused on one thing, then that is not going to drive you to hit that goal. But if there's another thread in there and say that something really hard happened in your family and in, you just woke up in that space of realizing how incredibly important family is and that it's everything. And, and that's, what's so important to you. If there's a piece of your vision that is driven by, you know, what you want to give to your children, the kind of parent you want to be, the legacy you want to leave, then that piece, that thread is going to be the thing that drives you that day. That's why it's so important for your vision to be multifaceted. And so we look at towards our vision and, you know, I always teach that you have to look at it every single day in my journals and my planners. I make you write out on a weekly basis, what your yearly goals are, what your monthly goals are, and what that week's goal, the week's goals are. And the reason we do that, and this is hilarious because I've been doing this process every day for nine years almost. Every single time I, I rewrite at the on a Sunday or a Monday morning, my yearly goals, I have to flip back and I'm like, what were they again? So if I am writing them down every week and I'm not super clear, like instantaneously on what they are, are we really remembering what we worked so hard to create at the beginning of the year that we were so committed to, that we were so laser focused on? We have to remind ourselves every single day, every single day, what we're driving towards, aligning our daily actions towards the bigger goal, reminding our heart what we are here to do in the world, right? So every single day you you read that vision, you see that vision, and, and you feel that vision. I think that's like the three-part process to manifestation, right? You've got to see it, you got to feel it, and then you have to act on it. And a lot of people miss one of the three. But doing that morning process where you're seeing and feeling and then therefore acting on that vision. But here's the loop part, right? So often, and this is where the gap in the gift comes in. So often our goals are big, right? They're like, out there. I, I hope your goals are out there. I hope they're big. I hope that vision is grander than anything. But so often it feels like we're so far from it. Like it just feels like, gosh, 
am I ever going to get there? And we are so set up in our brains, unfortunately, and this is where the neuroscience comes in to see where we're failing, right? That's what our brain grabs onto. That's a whole nother podcast, but that's what we automatically grab onto in our, in our minds that, you know, I'm not where I want to be. I didn't hit that little goal on my way to the big goal. And, you know, I'm failing or I'm not succeeding as fast as I want to, as I want to go. And so this other process, the vision proof success loop, right? And I have a journal, a morning journal called the book of proof. And where the proof comes in is that you're looking at your day, right? Every single day, you're looking at your day every single day and you're writing down not just gratitude. Gratitude is the most powerful thing that we can cultivate in our life, right? It changes everything. But we seem to fall into with gratitude journals, um, writing things out, you know, kind of writing the same things over and over again. I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for my car. I'm grateful for my kids, you know, and it just becomes a little monotonous and we aren't really seeing the daily wins that were specific to that day. You know, I always say, if you're, if you have a really big financial goal that maybe somebody brought you, bought you lunch that day. Like, you know, that was just money that just, you didn't have to pay out of pocket. Somebody bought you lunch that day. Maybe there's, you know, a $20 bill you find in the laundry. It's not until we start to see these teeny tiny little things that are proof that abundance is coming into your life, that you are stepping into the the vision that you want to come to life. We can't depend on, oh, I got a, you know, surprise $20,000 check in the mail today. There's my proof. No, like that's not going to happen every day. And if you're depending on the big wins to push you forward, then you're not going to be pushed forward that many days, right? So I like to think about the proof that life is happening for me, that the universe has my back, that that vision is coming to life. So again, I have to remind myself every morning, what is the vision? And I'll give you a really great example of this. Um, There was a day, this is probably five or six years ago. Um, It was a Thursday. It was a Thursday and Thursday morning, like our, in the coaching world, our week kind of like starts over. That's the beginning. That's like our Monday. And I had made some epic mistakes. I had missed a couple things and a couple of my coaches had missed a couple things. My whole organization, like I woke up Thursday morning and it was not what I expected to see. Big mistakes were made. Things were missed. People dropped rank. People didn't hit goals. I mean, it was a devastating Thursday. It was a devastating Thursday to my paycheck, to my organization, to everything that I was trying to create. A day that I felt just soul crushed, right? Completely blindsided too, because I didn't see that coming the night before. And so I was like in a pit, you know, I was just, I couldn't pull myself out of this feeling of failure. And I'll never forget that afternoon. I had a call scheduled with another very high level coach And I just, I remember it was probably like two o'clock in the afternoon and I thought I'm going to make another cup of coffee. And I made a cup of coffee, what I have right now in front of me. And I sat down on a zoom call and I just kind of fell apart and was like, oh my gosh, 
Amy, this is what's happening. And like, I just poured my heart out and she was able to be there for me. We had this beautiful conversation about business, about God, about just, it was such an incredibly heart-filled conversation. And I remember that night going to write in my book of proof and, and people come to me a lot and they say, what if there's no proof? What if there's no wins for the day? And I always tell them they're just not looking hard enough that it is the most important on the hardest days to look hard enough that you find it. And there was a sentence or two in my vision that talked about having built and cultivated relationships with incredibly high level successful women that were alongside me in friendship and in faith and in business. And when I had written that vision a year before, I didn't have that. Like I, I that didn't really exist in my life at all. I was kind of going about it on, on my own as kind of a solopreneur. And I thought, oh my gosh, like on the hardest day, on the hardest day that I've probably had in business in years, it is so clear to me that one of the most important parts of my vision, one of the things that I had strived to cultivate in my life, those, those friendships and relationships in business with other high, high level women, that that was so apparent on that day so apparent that I got to get on the phone and have this beautiful conversation with somebody that had become a confidant and a dear friend. And it was such a gift, right? It was such an incredible gift. So what I'm trying to point out here with this daily process of the vision, starting your day off with vision, ending your day with the proof, right? the proof that you're winning. You are winning every single day. We have to train our brains to look for the proof. It's there every single day. Like it's there tenfold more than you think it is. And so, so often, and we start to condition our thinking by doing this, right? So um, the, the other day, and I want to get back to how they kind of feed each other, but the other day, and this is kind of talking about how we start to condition our brain to think differently, which changes your whole world. I was exhausted, just completely spent, you know, at the end of my rope. And it was six o'clock at night and I had to go pick up a kid and do this. You know, my day from three o'clock to nine o'clock is insane with two very high level athletes. And I was trying to get to pick up my daughter, I think it was. And traffic for some reason was just insane and bumper to bumper, which it never usually is in Charleston, South Carolina. And I was so frustrated. I was about to lose my mind. And I finally, finally get down the road to like almost getting her. And the road is literally blocked. Like everyone is turning around on this super narrow kind of windy through the trees road. Like you can't even turn around on the road. And I'm like, are you joking? Like what now? Like if I turn around and loop around and go another way and try to get to her from a different direction, like I can't even get there. I'm going to be like an hour late to pick her up. And my mind is just screaming. Right. And I thought to myself, 
How is this a gift? How in the world could this be a gift? And I called my husband and guess what? And I didn't see this at first, but he just so happened to kind of be on the other side of that in a different part of town. And he's like, I got it. I got it. I can, I can whip over here and go over here and I can grab her real quick. And I was like, okay, thank goodness. And my first thought was like, great, thank you. But now I have an hour because we were going to like, I was going to pick up my daughter and then he was going to pick up my son. Now he can't pick up my son. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? Just sit around for an hour? Like I'm exhausted. I just want to go home. And I'm like, now I just have this like hour. What am I going to do? You know, my mind saying things like, what am I going to do? Just go sit in a parking lot for an hour and now wait for him. This is ridiculous. And I was like, how is this a gift? How is this a gift? I'm I'm thinking differently, right? When you can ask yourself better questions, you get better answers. And I remember just driving back to get like out of the traffic, not having any clue what I was going to do because it didn't make sense to go home because I'd have to leave right away. And I saw Barnes and Noble. <laughs> and I was like, I could just go in there and wander around and peruse the books because I love books. And I don't think I've done that in like five or 10 years. And so because I asked myself, how is this a gift? How can I use this time as a gift instead of just stewing in my anger in a parking lot? I walked into Barnes and Noble and it felt like the most beautiful hour of life. And none of that would have happened, nor would I've been able to see that had I not started thinking differently, right? And that was prompted by this habit and this process of writing down, how am I winning? How is the world showing up in my favor? And when I went to write that night in my book of proof, it was so crystal clear like it, it didn't go from like, well, I, you know, my husband was there, I guess that was fine. And then, you know, I got to, it was like, wait a second, the more I think about this, Brian, my husband shouldn't have been in that part of town. Like he, that was crazy that he was right on the other side and able to swoop in and pick her up. And, and the fact that I got rerouted and like drove down the street and like Barnes and Noble was like, ah, right in front of me like kind of crazy. And then crazier things happened, right? Because I started to step into that space of seeing from a different perspective that the world was actually showing up for me, not against me. And, you know, I pick up my son that night and we end up having this beautiful conversation on the way home about all kinds of things that we really want. I really wanted to connect with him on. None of that would have happened if my husband had gone, you know, according to plan and picked him up, none of that would have happened. And if I had stayed in my anger and frustration, I would have just picked him up, not said a word the whole way home, you know, been frustrated. He would have been like, oh, geez. When we see life from a different perspective, when we choose to see that maybe the universe is orchestrating things for me, maybe what I think is a negative is actually a positive, our whole world changes. And so going back to the vision proof success loop, right? The gap in the gift, which I'll get to that in a second, but the vision proof success loop, our vision 
allows us to have the clarity of like, where is the proof that this is coming true? Where is it? Where is the proof that part of my vision is that I have this beautiful relationship with my children that we talk about everything, right? And when I read that every day, and I think that every day, then those conversations are so much more likely to happen. I'm aware of those conversations. So I'm like, wow, this is amazing, right? I'm in that positive energy state. Nothing happens. Nothing comes our way in that negative state. And so the vision gives me the framework of kind of the lens that I'm choosing to see the world through. When I'm writing out my proof every night, and sometimes I do it the next morning, but when I'm writing my proof out, I am solidifying to myself that my vision is coming to life every day, right? And, and I'm, this is where I want to get into the gap in the gift. I'm proving to myself that I am making forward momentum. I am cultivating that life. I am getting closer and closer to those big goals, right? And so let's go back to, well, let me just recap that. The vision fuels your proof and your proof fuels your vision. So it's like this beautiful cycle, right? Not a vicious cycle, a beautiful cycle when you do these two simple things that reading your vision takes three minutes in the morning, maybe, Book of Proof takes maybe, I mean, for me, because it's it's habit, it takes me maybe five minutes, maybe, right? Those two things, less than 10 minutes a day, transform me as a person and completely transform my life. It's that important. That's the work. And so let me go back to what I refer to as the gap in the gift and Dan Sullivan teaches this a little bit differently and has a little bit different belief system, but he calls it the gap and the gain is the title of his book. So the gap, the gap is actually between who we are right now and our future self, our goals, our vision, right? There's a big gap there between where we are now and where we want to be. And unfortunately for a lot of people, we dig deep into this vision work and goal setting and all this, and it actually shoots us in the foot. Because if we're not doing the proof part, we often feel so far away from that vision, so far away from those goals. And we are just looking at this abyss between where we presently are and where we want to be. And we're, that, can, that can elicit feelings of discontent, even failure you know, not being enough, um, inferiority. And we're constantly just feeling like that gap is so big that we're never going to get there, you know, and it's self-defeating. And so I don't want you to chuck your vision because if you look at the proof, that is what fuels you towards the vision. So the gap is between where you are now and where you want to be. And the gain, as Dan Sullivan refers to it, but I refer to it as the gift, you know, how is this a gift? How is life showing up for me? Is when we look back. So in the book, he talks a lot about looking back over your life. In the book of proof practice, we're looking back over our right here, right now, like this, this day, how did the world show up for me, you know? And so whether we're looking back over the day or whether we're looking back over our life, and I think it's really important to do both we're seeing the proof again of who we are, of what we've accomplished, of the goals that we have conquered. And when we focus on that, 
we build belief in ourselves that what we want to accomplish in the future is possible, right? And when I was preparing for the speech last year, it really gave me pause because I started to really look back over my life. And and it's so true that even for me, I can often feel that it's very daunting to have these ridiculous goals in my life for what I want to accomplish. Um, I like want to tell you some of them right now, but I won't. Um, they're big. Let me tell you that. Um, like world changing big. And that can feel overwhelming and so just hard, right? But when I look back, I'm like, wait a second. And, and I'm not here to like float my own boat, but I can look back on my life and think, and, and we just don't do this often enough. So this is the work I want you to do. When, when you get off this podcast, I want you to journal this. Where did you come from, right? I'm an addict through and through and through rock bottom when I was 21. I don't know the percentage of people that find sobriety and have long-term sobriety, but I know it's very small, heartbreakingly small. And I did that. I found sobriety and, you know, I've been sober for, I can't even remember now, maybe 24 years. I moved across the country when I was 21 years old to just start a company when I was 21 years old. Like what? Granted, I was naive back then and green. And that is a huge gift in the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey. But I look back at that and I'm like, that is crazy that I just like decided to move to this city that I literally had never been to, but I followed the whisper. I listened to the call and I somehow like my parents you know, I'm the sixth kid. So they like, just were like, yeah, you can figure it out. I like hired a moving company. I found an apartment. I rented a, you know, rental unit in the interim. Like it was, it's kind of crazy to think about what I was just out there doing, traipsing around the country, figuring out how to start a business, Googling better business bureau and like chamber of commerce. When I was 21, started a company very successful, you know, kept that going for 21 years, decided to sell that, start another company, knowing nothing, you know, found coaching, had, you know, radical success with coaching, like didn't know anything, figured it out. Like I can look back on my life and I can look back on the really hard, devastating trauma, you know, trauma in my life that I have walked through and become better for it and stronger for it. And I can, we can all list out, we can list out failures too, but if we choose to list out what we have walked through, what we have conquered, how we have succeeded, when I look at that snapshot, I'm like, change the world? Of course. Yes. Like it's inevitable. Like this person has everything they need to, to, you know, have this huge vision and goals come to life. So that's the gift, right? We have to look back in order to build the belief in where we are going. So make sure that you're taking that time, whether it's a daily book of proof, whether you're sitting down maybe once a year and just journaling, where did you come from? What have you conquered? What have you accomplished? What have you overcome? That is powerful work 
to build belief and confidence in where you are going. And I want to end with this because it's one of the most powerful, just little snippet things that I've heard and I, I kind of carry with me. I just want to talk for a second about the gap between where we are and where we want to go. We also sometimes, you know, get that confused with where we are currently and where others are. And we fall into that comparison game. And one of the best things that I've ever learned, and this is from recovery, is never compare your insides to other people's outsides. Never compare your insides to other people's outsides. And that's what we're doing every day when we look at other people's success. We can only see the outside and we only really know our insides, right? The fear, the insecurity, the character defects, the things that, you know, are cropping up constantly to hold us back. Our brains are always coming from the perspective of our insides being compared to what you see on the outside of other people's lives. And remember, too, that our brains are also conditioned to look for our failures, the reasons why we're not going to succeed. We have a brain that is designed to protect us from threats. So failure is a huge threat, right? So as you go into this work, as you start to write out your vision, as you start to, you know, maybe journal those pages of your successes and your accomplishments and your characteristics that you've built as you've gone through hard things and building that belief in why your dreams are absolutely possible for you, just be careful not to let other people enter the equation, that your vision and your goals are your vision and your goals, and not what you're seeing on the outside from other people. So that's it for me today, guys. The vision-proof success loop, the gap and the gift. I hope you find that helpful. I would love to hear from you. So message me on Instagram, shoot me an email. Uh, make sure you're following the podcast on Apple or Spotify. Um, anytime you su submit a review, it's super helpful for the show just to get out there, to be heard by more people, to be out there on more platforms. So if you haven't submitted a review, um, I would love for you to, you can also share episodes on your Instagram. That's also, I feel like that's where I find a lot of podcasts. Somebody like clips a podcast and says, listen here. And then I'm listening to it. Um, but tag me also on Instagram and we will see you next week. Thanks. Thanks.